So I was like, okay, I'll do this. I think I can do this. And I kept hearing from my family, you can do this. You're really good at it. I was like, okay, fine. <laughs> okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. Well, okay. they knew. But then I just, I had to believe in myself first become an, to become an artist and to embrace all this, this gift that I was blessed with. Welcome to Grand Canyon Speaks. My name is Ranger Melissa. And I'm Ranger Jonah. Hey, who did we interview today in this episode? Yeah, in this episode, we talked to Janet Yazzie. It was a really unique program in person. Uh, we had to actually initially cancel because of lightning, but by the time the program came around, the weather cleared, a big rainbow came out, and uh, it was just a beautiful evening. Yeah, we actually moved under our shade structure by the parking lot to get away from that extra rain that was just ending off of that. And we had a great time talking with Janet. It was good to hear about her life and how she only recently labeled herself as a full-time artist after taking some really big leaps. Yeah, you know, even though we were by the parking lot and this was actually one of our first programs, I was really happy with our conversation. Um, So, without further ado, Janet. Well, Janet, thank you so much for coming to the program today. Thank you for having me. I'm Um, excited. So so my first question is, where are you from? I am originally from the Navajo Reservation called Lower Greasewood. It is like 100 miles away from here, northeast. But I live in Flagstaff, Arizona currently. A little bit closer, very nice. Yes, yes. Very nice. And so you are an artist. And how did you start your career? Could you kind of tell the story of, of when you first decided that this was what you wanted to do? Okay. Well, it took me a long time to get to where I'm at right now to figure out that I wanted to be an artist. Um, I did start as a child. I remember working on something in my class when I was third grade, and it was a bluebird and entering it into a contest. From there on, I decided, you know, I feel like I could draw, but didn't really take on, you know, that I could really draw. And then I doodled along the way with pencil, charcoal, not knowing that that was my medium yet, or I couldn't find what I was really interested in because I did woodwork, I did ceramic, I did a lot of craft art, and then, Somewhere along the way, I started working with uh, acrylic. And acrylic was, it seemed like it was a little bit hard to do at first. Sure. Um, I did buy some canvas and paint, and I just kind of storaged it away and then didn't look at it for a long time. (laughs) Because I went to school, you know, get busy with your life, went to college, have various jobs. And then, um, then even when I was in high school, I took art class. And I found that some of my art teachers, you know, it was pretty interesting, just art itself. And they would get us to do different projects. But then again, I didn't think, oh, art, should I do art? You know, when you're a kid, you don't know that's the way you want to go to be an artist. And uh, so I just left at that, still had my canvas and my paint storage away, and then um, took some classes in college and then... Uh, 
took an art class for an elective because it was like the easiest class to take. And I just kind of coast right through it because my teacher wasn't challenging enough for me. And she used to put like just steel life items in front of us. And she's just like, okay, you guys draw this. And, and you drew I did it. it. Yeah, I did it. I did it. And it was like, okay, what's next? So that wasn't challenging enough for me. And then I, it didn't click, you know, being an artist. Oh, but I did meet my husband in art class. <laughs> well, you're sitting down right there. Man. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I was. That wasn't what I was looking for at the time. <laughs> and my my art teacher paired us up, and we did a project together, and we became best friends. Since then, we've been inseparable. We got married. We had four kids, and then I got busy with having, you know. Um, well, well, that happened a little later, but um, I did have my first job at the Heard Museum, and I used to be around all this amazing art, you know, a bunch of different artists from all over the, the reservations around me. And it was kind of amazing just to be around all that art. And I thought, I could do that. You know, I could do this. But I was like, no, I don't know. And then um, I had my family. I was busy and then f still didn't figure that I could be an artist. And then somewhere I started doing commission like just painting, but I did it for my family, you know, people that knew me. Sure. Um, I did like little pieces, then I'll just give it as gifts. And then um, I decided, okay, in 2019, I'm gonna do a mural. So I did a little mural for one of the churches that I go to and it was just pretty small. So I did that first and then um, Within that time period, uh, the people that I knew there, they wanted me to illustrate a book for them. So I was like, oh, okay, this is a big step, illustrating a book. Certainly. Can I do this? <laughs> and it was kind of a scary thought at first. So I was like, all right, I'll, I'll try it. And I did a sketch, and I did the painting, and they loved the cover. So I illustrated my first book in 2020, during pandemic, when it was just now starting. And then I just kept painting and I did murals, another mural, and then I did another mural, and then I started working on more pieces. So the whole year of 2020, I was painting and I was trying to figure out, okay, this is this what I want to, is this what I want to do? So I was like, okay, I'll do this. I think I can do this. And I kept hearing from my family, you can do this. You're really good at it. I was like, okay, fine. <laughs> okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. Okay. Well, but then I just, I had to believe in myself first becoming, to become an artist and to embrace all this, this gift that I was blessed with. So I was like, all right, I'll paint something and I'll see what it'll come out to be. It took me a long time to get to realize that, all right, I should be an artist, you know, but it wasn't just like, instant. I had to really think about it. And you had to build the confidence. Yeah, I did. I had to build the confidence and then I had to figure out what art really meant to me before I really started painting. And then um, and then I was like, okay, I'll just go ahead and start painting. And then um, what year was it? Uh, right when pandemic was over, the Heritage Festival put up their first show in 20, July of 21. And I thought to myself, should I do this? I was so scared. And your and friends and family, I'm sure, said yes, yeah, please. I was, so I had, you know, they have to, you have to submit images and I fill out the application. I weighed it and I was like, okay, I can do this. I was like, all right, I'll just do it. So I sent it and it, 
that same evening, they responded to me and they said that you're accepted as an artist. So I was like, ooh, okay. <laughs> Very quick. Quick so that, turnaround time. So, the, so that was a really big step for me. So then from there, I figured, okay, I can do this and be an artist. So I had to really think about what I was about as an artist. So I know people are, when you ask them what inspires you, what made you get into this, it took me a long time to figure out what I really wanted to do with my life and what I really wanted to be. Certainly. So it, yeah. But it came together. It came together. Once I figured it out, I just, every, all the, all the opportunities and everything opened up. All the doors show up right when you're looking for them. Yeah. Absolutely. It's been amazing. And I'm not done. I just got started. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, certainly. So perhaps the, the first big projects, the mural, the book, those were really what launched you into your career. Um, but you were just talking about inspiration. Um, was there someone in your life, perhaps, when you were growing up that maybe uh, encouraged you more, that you took a lot of inspiration for? I, I know that you um, have your grandmother in a lot of your art. It, yeah. How did your grandmother, perhaps, <clears throat> encourage you? OK, so uh, I grew up with my grandmother. Um, I was the firstborn child on my mom, my mom's side, and um, um, she used to drop me off with my grandma when I was little. So I spent a lot of time with her, and we did, um, I remember we were doing like planting, we did like a whole cornfield, we did sunflowers, oh, wow. and she was a weaver, and it's just like all these memories that I used to spend with her. And she was really special to me. And um, it was kind of like a language barrier, too, because I wasn't really super fluent in Navajo. And she passed away when I was a junior in high school. But man, she was, she was, she used to always wear purple. So all these little things that I paint in my artwork, like the cornfield, the sunflowers, and the sheep. You know, these are all the memories that I keep of her to keep her alive and the memories. And it's kind of nice, too, when I do these paintings, a lot of Native women are just, you know, um, like my Diné people, they'll come to me and they'll remember stuff that they used to do with their grandmas. Yeah, they and take just, something from Yeah, so we just kind of, we like, like, we have something in common. And then sometimes, like, when people come and look at my work, and they'll start crying. They're like, oh, I miss my grandma. She used to always wear purple. This is the things we used to do. And I was like, ah. Oh. And, I, and I like to capture that kind of stuff and kind of share it with everybody. So well, that was it, a very special, yeah. It makes the career all the more meaningful, right? Because your art is, is really affects people. Yes, it does, yes. So I think just, just the colors itself, um, the work I put into it, um, uh, everything that I do, in my work, it, it means something. And, you know, just people looking at it, inspiring the colors. You know, I think my work has done its job by just them looking at it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and, and so you kind of already mentioned the colors as, as some of the symbolism, perhaps, um, of, of personal significance. And then uh, it, it has a way of connecting with people. What are some of the other symbols that you like to use in your work? Um, let me see. So I, uh, let me see. I do uh, windmills. I do the windmill. Um, I grew up around the windmill. Um, so, you know, the hauling the water when I was young, you know, we 
took many trips hauling water for my grandparents. So and then water didn't come easy because you have to use that for the livestock, for the crops, and, you know, just even washing washing clothes. So I so the windmill plays a lot of um, a lot in my artwork. And I like to change the, the scenery as well and just kind of work it in my artwork. But it's a lot of scenery that you remember as a, as yes. a child, these memories that come yes. back to you. And, and, mm -hmm. um, which brings up another uh, a question that I have. You know, you, you talk about how these scenes are, are from various points in your life and how the colors are inspired by, by various things that you remember. Um, so I was wondering if you could talk a little bit more about the process of, of actually creating a piece of work. So when you are, are beginning um, perhaps an acrylic painting, for example, um, do, you, do you see all that in your head right when you begin, or do you just say, I'm going to start with a lot of different types of orange, and then we're going to see where it goes from there? <laughs> Usually when I start a piece, I already know what color it's going to be. Um, I start, and I already see it. So I'll start with the background first, and I kind of play with it. And then once I like the background, well, I don't make it too dark. I make it light enough where the, you know, the colors are light but bright. And then I put the main idea on there. And then, and then when I have the main idea there, I'll go back to the sky and I start working on that. And I'll start detailing it. And then it comes out to something that I don't know is gonna, what it's gonna look like at the very end. Right. Sometimes I'll step back for a moment and I was like, oh, wait, I don't like that there, and I'll fix it, go back and forth, and then, to me, a painting is never done. Right. It's never, because I can go back to it and add something or kind of detail it some more, but, yeah, most of the time, I already know what it's going to look like. Do you consider yourself a perfectionist when you, when you start and, and then you're sort of completed? How do, you, how do you know when you're done? Because I imagine there's always a feeling that, Maybe it can be tweaked just, just a little bit more. <laughs> um, I try not to be an imperfectionist. <laughs> yeah, I, that, I'm sure it helps. I, I, um, I know when I did one of my, uh, this was like my favorite piece. It was called the Arrowhead Chay. Oh, this one was a, um, was, was a pain to do just because, you know, when you get the front texture of the scale, I wanted to make it look, really sharp and colorful. That one was the one that I was wanting to be like perfection. But of course you can't get perfection. Depends I just want on how you define it. <laughs> I just want it to look really nice and it came out beautifully when I was done. Yeah. Ooh. I would have kept that one. <laughs> <laughs> it was really nice though, yes. So, um, and, and you talked a little bit about this, but windmills and the sky, I mean, you have a very distinct and, and uh, style. So how do you feel like your style may be um, unique compared to okay. some of your contemporaries? Um, I do a lot of night skies. I change up the colors. Um, I got really good at it. From the first time I've seen my first piece when I did the night sky, and this was in 2020, I compared it from then to now. It is completely different. I look at my work from a while back to now, and I can just see all the practice that I've done in my blending till now. Oh my gosh, I just, <laughs> I didn't realize my technique has changed so much. 
and just the way that I look at the sky, and I really pay attention to, I always pay, pay attention to my surroundings. You know, when you're taking a walk, you take a look at the sky, and a cloud isn't just white. There's other colors in it, so many different colors. So people will just paint like a white. It's not white. <laughs> I learned, I think the cloud was kind of hard for me to do mm-hmm. at the beginning. Now it's not. I can get it and just make it a little bit different the way I want it to make it. Reflect it off yeah. the rest of the piece. So that's the same, same as the night sky. The night sky. So, you know, who knows? Maybe I'll get a little bit better as the years <laughs> go by. But Certainly I'm possible. not perfect yet. I'm still practicing as I go along doing the night sky. Is yeah. there a, a, a direction, perhaps, you see your style going? Is there something that you've, you've wanted to tap into that you haven't had the time or, or focus to yet? Uh, yes. I have this huge canvas. It's really large. I'm actually... I going already, back to the murals. Um, I guess, I don't know how big, I'm not sure how, what the size is. This canvas was donated to me. I'm going to put a huge night sky, and then I'm going to put all our Navajo Nation monuments on it. So this thing's going to be big. I just haven't had the time to do it, but I already know what it's going to look like. So in the future, I will do that. That's very exciting. Yeah. We'll have to keep tuned. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, of course, being an artist who who sells their work, you have to go to shows. Yes. Um, so what are some of the shows that you go to, and, and how did you get started with them? Um, okay, so my first show was the Heritage Festival in Flagstaff. That was my very first show, and it was amazing because I got to meet a bunch of artists. From there on, I did a bunch of local shows in Flagstaff. I did, like, the art walks. I did... Uh, let me see. I've gone to various um, little shows, you know, here mm-hmm. and there, just to sure. just to be comfortable with doing shows. But the huge, big, like the bigger shows that I wanted to do as being an artist was to do the Herd Museum and do the Swaya, the Santa Fe Indian Market. Well, I got into those last year, and oh, for the Swaya, it was last year, and then this year I did the Herd Museum in March. And you worked at the Herd Museum. Previously. And I yes, I used to work at the Herd Museum. So it and all comes back. Yeah, so it was it was just like it was a great experience, and it was very um, it was just, it was like it was unbelievable, you know, just to be around these all these amazing artists, and I just couldn't believe I was within all these amazing artists. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm sure you learn all sorts of tips and tricks and, and people help give advice. Did, yes. Was that really important to your development in the last few years or so? Yes. Yes. Um, so I'm part of an organization called Art of the People as well. And there are a bunch of, a bunch of uh, male artists, and they're more like my mentors. And uh, they kind of give me tips on what a good size canvas is to take with you. You know, like if you go on the road, they'll tell you don't take huge 30 by 40 canvases <laughs> because you have to lug this thing around in your vehicle. They're like, okay, Janet, take something that's, you know, a, a good size to pack because you have to wrap them. Right. So, I, you know, little, little stuff like that I learned. So, it's, you know, good tips from the guys. So, yeah, I learned that too. Do you have a favorite show that you've been to, or or one that was really a moment of of just wow? I, I cannot believe I'm here. I, I didn't ever think that I'd get here. 
Oh, I think the Swaya was the one for me. And Swaya is Santa, Santa Fe. Santa Fe in Indian Market, yes, in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Yes, and then I made the 100th Centennial for that one. Oh, wow. Yeah. What a perfect year. I know. <laughs> that was cool. That was cool. That was the coolest one. I was like... <laughs> It was kind of funny because me and my sister visit the Swaya in 2018. I had no idea they had the Swaya for Native. Yeah, I had no idea as an artist. Yeah, I had no idea. And, but we went just to go as visitors, and I saw all these amazing artists. My sister says to me, you should do this. I'm like, oh, I don't know. And then when I started painting, I applied and then I got accepted. I was like, what? This is crazy. Yeah, so I was just honored to be there. And then I was on the magazine, too. I was like, wow. Well, yeah. it, I, I, mean, I was just like, okay. Have you seen your own work? <laughs> it makes sense. Um, so, so what are some of the other hobbies that you enjoy doing outside of art? Um, let me see, what do I do? I do a lot of, um, let me see, spend time with my family. Um, they all ride dirt bikes. They all ride dirt bikes. So that's what we used to do before I started doing this. And that is street biking um, or motorized biking? Dirt bikes. Dirt bikes. They compete. A lot of, a lot yeah, of dirt they bikes. compete. We do Arizona Nationals, California Nationals, and my kids, that's all they grew up on. And that's what I used to do, too, when I was, when they were little, and ride mountain bikes. So that's, like, the other part of me that, that's my family. <laughs> so And so while they're racing and going like to Farmington for a race, I'm over here doing art shows <laughs> <laughs> and I'm by myself. So I had to learn to unpack, put my panels up and just learn to be by myself and do this because my husband's like 100% supportive. He's like, honey, go out and do your art. This is what you can do. I was like, okay, I'll do it. Yeah. And you've done it. Yeah, and I used to be their pit crew all the time, <laughs> gassing them up and doing what. But now that my husband's retired, he does that for my kids now. Yeah. Right on. And you go to art shows. Yes, I do art shows now. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, well, so one of, I don't know if we could call this a show, but one thing that you've done is come to the Grand Canyon. <laughs> um, and And be a part of our cultural demonstration program. So yeah. I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about the program, whether you've enjoyed it. And oh, yeah. Yes, I ha I've only heard of this place, the cultural demonstration from other artists, and they would talk about it like it was amazing. I'm like, what? How in the world can I be a part of this? I don't understand. And then my friend Jonah, he says, Janet, you need to go online. And I was like, oh, okay. There's this guy, he does it. Dan, he's all, I'm like, who? Okay, I don't know. <laughs> so I, I didn't know if you were a ranger. So I was like, okay, I don't know. I was like, okay. And then I got busy. And just lo and behold, winter market came at the museum. And then these people show up my booth. And I was talking to, you know, everybody else. And I, uh, Dan introduced himself. And I was, we were, like, talking. And then he started talking about the program. I was like, what? <gasps> I heard about that program. <laughs> I was like, yes, I will do it. And just the way some of the artists talked about the program. And I was like, yeah, I definitely want to, you know, try it. Because, you know, this will be the first for me. 
and you know, get my work out there, show people what I can do, share my colors, what I'm about, and showing people that you know I'm a Navajo woman coming from the Navajo Reservation and just the life experience that I went through. I want to share with people that what I come from, what I see, the colors I want to share, you know, all my background, that I want them to know that this is my perspective as a woman. Yeah. So that's that's what my work was about. So. Absolutely. And, it, I, you know, I, um, we're all very grateful that you came and, and shared your perspective. Has there been any visitor interactions or interactions with visitors that were particularly like, wow, that was really, that yeah. was really cool? I met people from all over the world this couple of days. Um, people from Germany, a lot of people, uh, New Hampshire, Chicago. Yeah, and they bought my work. They wanted to share their stuff. And then I give them the story of what my art um, is about, and they're like just blown away. And then I talk about uh, my clans, which my clans is I am a Kithlachitni, my Deshkizni, Zanjakina, and Izathlana. So that is my mom's clan, my dad's clan, my grandparents' clan, and then my father's parents' clan. So that's how I identify myself as a Navajo woman. And um, um, so when we introduce ourselves to some another another like uh, grandpa, grandma, anybody, that's how we introduce ourselves by our clans. And I kind of told them about how our clan system works because it goes by our bloodlines. And some of the people are like, whoa, what? <laughs> you have to remember all those four clans? It's like, yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. Yes. And it's kind of it's kind of crazy because when you first introduce yourself and you're a single woman, you can't just go and meet that person and say, oh, yeah, we can't. We have to introduce ourselves and see if none of those, if those four clans, one of them is the same, you cannot date this person. <laughs> yeah, it's just a, uh, it's like one of the rules. So it's just like a blood rule, like a bloodstream right. kind of thing. An easy topic to bring up in art yeah. class, I'm sure. Now, you know what? That's kind of funny because when I met my husband, we we're like talking and then instantly we we're like, what's your clan? <laughs> <laughs> yes. and, and it works. Yeah. It's a, I was like, it's a good pickup line. <laughs> <laughs> but my experience here at the Grand Ken ha has been amazing. I mean, just the view itself. Holy cow. I mean, who knew I was going to be in the watchtower painting and just the experience of you know people coming over, wanting wanting to know who I am, interested in what I do, from all over the world. Yeah, it's great. It's great. So absolutely, I definitely enjoyed being here. And I understand that you have recently started marking your work um, with the Red House logo. So I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about the significance of that. Okay, so when I first started off, I, I didn't think about it when I first did my artwork. But as I started painting, I decided, you know what, I need a, some kind of um, logo for myself. Um, and then I created the Red House art. So Red House is Kintlachitni in Navajo, and that's my mom's clan, and that's identified as me. So I'm a Red House. I'm a Kintlachitni. And um, so I made a logo, and I designed it as my own. And then right above the logo, I put my initials, Janet M. Yazi. And um, so every time when I sell or when I complete a, a canvas, I stamp my canvas in the back of it. 
And then any of my prints too, I stamp and I sign it. So if you own any of my work, it has my special stamp on it. Yeah. Very cool. To show that it is mine. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, well, I have saved my last question uh, to be the very hardest question that I'm going to ask tonight. Um, so what is your favorite food? <gasps> oh. <laughs> the people want to know. <laughs> oh, my favorite food. I have so many. <laughs> I like hmm, potatoes and spam. <laughs> A dark horse. Did not expect that one. With hot tortillas. <laughs> but I try not to make it too much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Certainly. Well, um, thank you so much for doing this program. I, I would love to turn to our audience now and ask if there's anybody in the audience who has a question that they would like to ask Janet. Sure. Yes, sir. Apologies, I came late, so oh, this question okay. was already asked. I'm sorry. You spoke a little bit about how you kind of, um, the large canvas you were making, you already know what it's going to look like. Yes. I'm curious, when you're painting, how close does your kind of initial vision of what your painting is going to be come out in terms of what the end result is? Is it close or does it deviate quite a bit from what you, um, what you imagine? It kind of changes in between, maybe like when I'm in the, maybe in the middle processing, you know, because sometimes I don't, I know when I, when I look at something, I don't want it dark just because it's a night sky, because I know this canvas that I'm going to be doing, is going to be a night sky. I prefer it to be a little bit brighter. So, you know, I'm thinking maybe it could be a little bit green. I'm going to throw some purple in there. <laughs> <laughs> so I, so somewhere in between, I will change that. But I think maybe later when I start it, I might add something else to it too. Yeah, who knows? But I, I already kind of just like the basic, just thinking about it. I kind of already have an idea, but then when I go into it, it changes. Sure. But it comes out beautifully at the end, yeah. Yes. Oh, I have two questions. Um, do you use oil paints and do you use reference photos? Um, so I do, I use acrylic. I use acrylic. Um, <laughs> yeah, I find acrylic a little bit easier to work with. You just use a lot of water, you know. Um, and then, um, wait, what was the other question? Oh, about reference photos. Oh, so I do both. So I do both. Um, I can look at something. I mean, I don't have a photogenic memory, but if there's something that I remember or something that I see and, oh, you know, I want to do something, like just a really nice, really nice tree or the sky, I'll take a picture and I'll put it away. And then if I have something in mind, that I'm gonna, you know, put together. Maybe I'll use that, or maybe I won't. But most of the time, like there's this one I'm working on. It's a Hogan. That one it was just kind of like a memory thing. So I can do both. I can do both. It just depends on how I'm feeling that day. I don't know. It's just, and sometimes I can work like on four canvases. One of them could be an image that I saved, and then. Um, one of them is a memory. 
I think just, you know, just, just doing that kind of exercises how I think if I can do both. Yeah. Does anybody have any more questions for our artist? Yes. Uh, I have two. <laughs> how many, how many um, paintings do you usually make like a month? Almost like not regular. And then um, do you, any of your kids do art? Like are they going to follow in your footsteps? <laughs> Okay, so right now, currently, I am working on six canvases. They're all different sizes. Um, I love to do tiny art. So I do like those little three by three canvases that come with the little easels. I can finish that in an hour sometimes, or sometimes I'll start something and I'll just put it aside. And um, sometimes I kind of, I hate to use this word, and I tell my kids not to use this word, bored, but if I don't want to do that anymore, I'll move that and then I start on something else. But I use different colors and I have different color palettes sometimes for that certain canvas. Um, but yeah, right now I'm working on six and it takes like about, and it varies depending on how big they are. Maybe I can finish one in three weeks. I can finish one in two weeks. I can finish one in a week. I did a, like there's just one I did, um, two weeks ago at the Coconino Community College, there was a canvas that I worked on. It was like 24 by 30, and um, I did a night sky. I started on Thursday. It took me a week to finish, because that's all I do. All I do is paint 24-7. And I can stand there for hours and just paint. But I was doing like a fundraiser thing for this, so it was like a must thing to finish. So if there's like a deadline, I will finish it. <sighs> So, so it just all depends on what the situation. Like I have a show coming the end of June. I will be ready for that because I need bigger canvases. So I'm gonna get more out, and I push myself. But I, do, I don't want to push myself to where I'm not gonna like it anymore, because I start cramping in my hands. So, yeah, it just all varies. But most of the time, I can do like two weeks, a week, a month. And if I want it to look really good, I just kind of take my time on it. Um, and then my son, the youngest one, he is actually painting right now. He paints, but he's kind of into anime. But I do encourage him. Um, my daughter, she paints too, but she kind of, she's into um, crocheting. Yeah, she's into crocheting right now. So I hope they do follow my footsteps. And um, I have parents that come up to me and want me to be the mentors for their kids. And it's totally fine. <laughs> it's like, sure. <laughs> yeah, so I do hope they follow my footsteps. You name your paintings? Yes, I do. I do. What's that process like? Um, so there's one that I did. It's called Homeward Bound. Um, it's a 24 by 30 3D gallery wrap canvas. Ooh. And I used... Um, a lot of pink and orange and yellow in this, because the clouds are massive. And that one, I call homework bound because the sheep is coming towards you. And that's like a sunset. And um, that was like my favorite because that's when the sheep come home. And that was like one of my favorite images because my mom raises sheep. And, you know, it's just like, just the clouds itself was like my favorite. And I didn't use any, I didn't really use any black 
in this painting. I use like really dark brown and with dark purple to make my darkness on there. But oh my gosh, she, that one is my favorite. So if you ever look at my Instagram or Facebook, that's on there. Mm -hmm. Yes, could we get the Instagram and the Facebook? <laughs> it's uh, Jen. <laughs> it's Jen M Y Z Z I Art Wall. And it's both on Instagram and Facebook. Well, Janet, uh, you will be in the Watchtower tomorrow from 9 to 4. So if anybody would like to see her work, she will be displaying that between 9 and 4. Um, I was wondering if you had one final takeaway, maybe one thing that if you'd like people to know, this would be it. What do I say? Uh, no pressure. <laughs> Just being recorded. <laughs> I would just like to th say thank you so much for loving my art. People that have come in the past are still coming to look at my work. I have, you have no idea how much it means to me that people really enjoyed my colors. It means a lot. And I didn't know I was gonna be here, <laughs> really. You know, I, as an artist, and I think it took a lot of courage and um, really self, I had to really look at myself and figure that this is what I wanted to do with my life. And I'm glad I'm sharing it. So thank you for having me be here. <laughs> this is definitely an honor and always my first at everything. So I'm very grateful just to be here. Yeah. Yes. Well, I think we could all use a little bit of courage in our lives, no matter what we are doing. Um, and with that, thank you so much for being part of Grand Canyon Speaks. Thank you, audience, for being here, a part of Grand Canyon Speaks on such an odd, <laughs> in a uh, very unique setting, perhaps. <laughs>